Why Ephesians? Well, for us as a church at a time of renewal and new vision, we're looking at Ephesians because we believe it will help us to go deeper into our relationship with God, both personally and as the church and the body of Christ in this parish. And as we go into the text, you will see why. But those are key focuses for us at a time of renewal and new vision for us as a church in this place and in the communities in which we live. Who wrote Ephesians? Well, the Paul's letter to Ephesians starts off by talking about Paul, and that's why we often call it as Paul's, uh, um, refer to it as Paul's letter to the Ephesians. But it is very different in its content from the other letters of Paul. In all the other letters that Paul wrote, he was generally addressing very specific issues in the local church. And he was tackling those head-on with deep theological reflections and inputs. But in this letter, it is not a specific issue. But it is a letter simply full, right from the beginning, of prayer, praise and exhortations about how to live the Christian life. We absolutely believe that it was the Apostle Paul, even though some people have said, because it's slightly different, maybe it wasn't. He identifies himself in that letter, and the early church affirms their belief that this was Paul's letter. So Paul wrote Ephesians. When was it written? Well, it was written around about 60 AD, so very, very soon after our Lord's death and resurrection. And it was written by Paul in Rome during his imprisonment there. And it was written to the church at Ephesus and all believers everywhere for all time. It was established in 53 AD, a few years before, on Paul's journey back home to Jerusalem. And he returned a year later to Ephesus on his third missionary journey. And Paul stayed in Ephesus for three years, preaching and teaching, and you can see that referred to in Acts chapter 19. And then later on, when he was in prison, Paul sent Tychicus with this letter back to Ephesus. His friend Tychicus, have I pronounced it the right way? I'll leave you to decide that, was from the Ephesian church. And he went back to Ephesus. So let's quickly look at the big themes. And don't worry about this. This will be summarised in what you can pick up afterwards. But it sets the scene for what is to come. The big themes of this letter. God's purpose. When we respond to the love of Jesus and trusting him, his purpose then becomes our purpose. So I leave you with a question. What is your part in God's purposes? The next big theme, Christ the centre. Because Jesus is central to everything, his power must be central in us. So when we think about surrendering, a question for us today, have you, have I, have you placed all your priorities under Jesus? The next big theme of Ephesians, the living church. We are part of the body of Christ and we must live in union with Jesus with lives that show this as a living, a lived out reality day by day in our deeds and in our words. So a question, how can you use your God-given abilities to build up the body of Christ here in St Matthews or wherever you're from and be a part of his living church out into our communities in which we live and serve. And then, 
new family, a big theme in Ephesians. We are one family in Jesus Christ, wherever we come from. Millions of people are worshipping Jesus Christ today in this country and across the world. We are one family, not just here in St. Matthews, but across the world. Isn't that fantastic that we are bound together with all those brothers and sisters? And there should be, therefore, no divisions, no barriers or discrimination at all, anywhere. The unity of the body and the bond of peace is absolutely at the heart of who we are and we should always be striving for that. We all belong to Jesus and so let's live together in harmony. And finally, the big theme of Christian conduct. And we'll meet this right at the end of Paul's letter to the Ephesians very particularly. The church was born at Pentecost when God sent his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps us to live God's ways and to embrace uh, the Holy Spirit. We must lay aside our own fallen desires and our own agendas and draw on the power of God's Spirit and submit to Jesus and love others. So that's a very big whistle through those big themes. They will keep on recurring. You'll see them in the text as we go through these next few weeks. Why study Ephesians now? As I said at the beginning, it is very timely for us as a church family as we embrace new vision to be St. Matthew's welcoming, deeply welcoming, vibrant, representing everyone, all ages, all stages, and from everybody with that energy and, uh, and that, that breath and serving our community and looking at all of that through the lens of our own personal and corporate discipleship, outreach and service. So, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, a vision of a renewed human community of faith, a reminder of God's divine plan for me and you individually, but also for us corporately, an encouragement to shape us into our new selves in Christ and form those different shapes into one beautiful whole, the church.